Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am here on my own because this is an easy topic to discuss when it's just one person. I want to talk to homeschool seniors and their parents today who are college bound. I have 10 pieces of advice for college applications. So if you're applying to college, this is the time of year to really be thinking about it. So for college bound homeschool high schoolers, um, especially seniors, you want to be thinking about these things. Here we go. Tip number one, write your essay early. So very, very often, whether you are applying through common application or paper applications to the college or other online formats, there will be a college essay um, that's, that's required or highly suggested for the application process. Do not skip the essay because it will show you off if you do a good job. You know, sometimes you'll find that it's optional, especially on certain colleges. And uh, it really, if, if there's a lot of people competing for the slots that you're applying for, so like say they have openings for a thousand college freshmen coming in the next fall, and there are 6,000 high school seniors applying, then you want to stand out a little bit because there's some competition getting in. So you want to write those essays, even if they're optional, and you want to do a good job with the essays. So if you are writing an essay for the common application, they publish their essay prompts ahead of time. And lately, they've just been standardizing them. And so you can go to the common application website and download the essay prompts and then choose the one that you want to use and give yourself plenty of time to work on that. So the idea is get that essay written. Uh, little little shameless promotion here, sevensistershomeschool.com. We have a college application essay writing guide that will take you step-by-step step through that process. Kind of makes it a little bit easier. Uh, so anyway, give yourself time to write that essay. Give yourself lots of time. If you had thought about it back during the summer, that's a good time when you're not so busy. But if you start it, even though the application may not be due for months, if you start it early, you can write it in phases. And I guarantee you, if you get it done, you know, do a couple of drafts and set it aside for a couple of weeks and then go back to it, you will read it again with fresh eyes and lots of other good ideas to take it from a good essay to a marvelous essay. So it's well worth getting busy now. So don't skip the essay, even if it's optional, and get started early and go to Seven Sisters and download the writing guide if you want a little more security. Another thing while we're on the essay topic, you can proofread your essay and hopefully by the time you get to be a high school senior, you're pretty good at your own proofreading. You can run your essay through Grammarly or one of the other digital checkers and they will find 
you know, like glaring errors in punctuation or grammar. But it is also good to have somebody else read over it just for their ideas on style or examples. You know, sometimes your parents might be able to remember some more cool details about whatever you're writing, because usually you're writing about some kind of event in your life that fits with the topic of the essay. So, you know, give yourself time and run it through the um, the Grammarly or one of the other checkers, and then have one of the adults in your life proofread it and give you ideas. The essay makes you stand out from other people. It can be a make or break kind of thing. So enjoy it. Um, don't get yourself too stressed. Just, just give yourself time. Tip number two. This is really, really important. Ask for recommendation letters early. Please, for your recommenders, um, you want to give them time to write a good recommendation for you. If it's a paper copy, you want to provide stamp and envelope for them also. But if it's digital, which most things are, make sure they have time to get the link and know which day approximately that link will be coming to them so they can dig for it in spam file if it gets lost. So you want to give time for that. You know, recommendation writers who who really care about your success need to take time, just like you needed to take time for your essay. So give them time for that. Now, please, 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 when you request your recommendation, ask the person, one, if they would be a recommendation writer, and two, use the word please. Like I, I mean, for years and years and years as a homeschool academic advisor, I had teens who would come to me to write their recommendation letters. I, I wrote oodles of them every year. And I was always able to write the most awesome recommendation letters when I had time. But I was more interested in making an amazing recommendation letter if the person asked me politely and use the word please. And that may sound old fashioned, but I tell you what, those things get you a long way in life. So I actually had teens every year who would come up to me and say, I need you to do this for me. That's an order, not a request. And I, you know, I never turned a teen down, but I tell you what, it makes a difference. So, so please, please, please give them time and ask nicely. Also, when they are done, when all of the college application process is over, um, make sure you thank them. And, you know, it helps if the person who's writing the recommendation, if they're really, really busy or they don't know the full extent, like you only see them as your co-op English teacher and they don't know all the other cool things you do, you can give them a copy of your experiential resume or um, a fact sheet about classes you've taken, the kind of grades you make, different accomplishments and activities you've done. That all helps them to really get an outstanding recommendation letter. And I tell you, those of us who write lots of recommendation letters, we love doing that. And it's really fun to look over one of the teens we know well and you know see their life, you know, and some of the things that we might not have known otherwise if we didn't have that experiential resume or a fact sheet uh, about them. 
So by the way, if you've not done an experiential resume, you can find that also at sevensistershomeschool.com. And, you know, we have all these little inexpensive helps for teens that you can just download and work with. Okay, you're giving yourself time for that essay that you're writing. You're giving recommendation letter writers plenty of time and you're asking politely and giving them the resources they need. Tip number three is find out what the colleges of your choice are looking for and make sure you have included that information on the transcript. So most of the time on college websites, they will have a tab for incoming freshmen or applicants, and you can go to that tab and just read the the courses they are looking for, specific qualities or activities that they love to see on teens. So a lot of times a college will kind of give you an inside glimpse of what their their algorithm is going to be like um, so that when they get your application, they can transfer your information from the application and your transcript into their algorithm and you're making yourself fit really well, making yourself a good choice for those colleges. Sometimes it's not as available on their website as you'd like it to be. And those are good questions when you do a college tour to ask when you're in the department kind of workshops or in the, um, the application workshop that you go to, because a lot of college tours, you'll do different workshops. So be sure and ask what colleges are looking for in incoming students. And that way you can tailor, because you're probably doing everything they want. You just don't want to leave out something that they are looking for in your paperwork. Okay, this is tip number four. You want to make sure that your transcript is complete with the grades through the point you apply. So very often colleges want to see a transcript with first quarter grades or first semester grades. Those won't be your end of the year grades, but they want to know that you're not just goofing off your senior year. So they will want to know grades at the point of your application. And so make sure that your transcript is ready. So I know a few moms here or there who don't like working on transcripts, and so it gets kind of put off till senior year, and you know, there's not one right way to homeschool high school. If you want to do that, that's fine, but moms, if you haven't started, get busy now building that transcript and get the senior year information, you know, the courses on so you can easily determine what the grades are and get those on the transcript before that needs to be uploaded or copied and put on paper applications. Okay, so we got essays done early, recommendation letters done early, finding out what colleges are looking for and get that on the transcript and have that for the application. Make sure the transcript is complete with grades through the point you apply. Number five is PDF your transcript for online applications. So if if you have your transcript ready, make a copy that's a PDF version. I mean, you could probably get away with not doing that on some websites, but some websites will scrozzle your data if you don't PDF it first. So just go ahead and PDF it and, uh, and you will be happy that you did. If it's a paper application and you have to mail in a paper transcript, Sometimes they will want to see that a transcript certifier has used a seal 
or a stamp of some kind on your application. So a lot of colleges, of course, these days are only digital applications or allow you to do digital and that's so much easier. So anyway, PDF or if it's paper, have it sealed or stamped to show that it's an authentic transcript. So you can check with sevensistershomeschool.com for a transcript blank. You know, so we have an editable transcript in the store and um, also transcript checklists and stuff. So, you know, just, just come to the website and search around. Now, tip number six, take your time filling out the application. So whether it's paper or Common App or one of the other digital applications, give yourself time to fill that application out well. And no, it's, it's just a form to fill out. It's, that's all it is, all right? Um, but you want to not hastily plow through it because you won't be able to put your best foot forward. So if it's going out to colleges that you really care about, you want to make sure that it is done not sloppily. So give yourself time to do that. And and most of the digital ones, you can work on it, save it, you know, come back another day, work on it, save it. And so it's, it's all cool. The paper ones, of course, that's really easy to work on over time. So keep in mind when you are filling that out, that you are writing to an admissions officer. There's a human being that will see that form. You want to kind of talk to them you know, so if you have have things to fill out where you should answer in a full sentence, answer it in a full sentence using your voice, like write in a friendly tone, but in, you know, full sentences where that is appropriate. Sometimes you're just listing things and that doesn't matter. Tip number seven. So we've been through essays early, recommendation letters early, find out what colleges are looking for, grades on the transcript, PDF that transcript. Take your time filling out the application. And then tip number seven is think about which schools to apply to. So generally, over the years of advising the homeschool high schoolers, I would tell them to choose between three and five as a good number. Now, some teens are going to community college, and that's such a financially wise thing to do in this day and time. So you don't have to choose any other colleges, and you don't have to really contort yourself to apply to a local community college. But if you're going to a four-year school, then you want to pick more than one, and often three to five is a good number. So I've had students in the past who applied to 20, and uh, basically what they are doing is just either stressing themselves out majorly or wasting their application fees um, because usually they actually seriously consider only two to five of the 20 that they spent their time on. So, you know, there's not one right way to homeschool and there's not one right way to apply to college, but think three to five. So if you're applying to three to five, you can choose one college that is a REACH school. So that's one like, it would be the dream school, but it may be a little too expensive and you couldn't afford it unless they had some amazing scholarships they're going to offer to you. Or it might just be a little above your academic reach, but it would be just really fun if you could get into it. So little, little side note, one tip you can think about when you're looking at the college website is see if you can find the average SAT or ACT scores of the students from the past year or two who have been admitted to the college. 
And you want to pick schools that are closer to your your SAT or ACT scores because then you're you're running with the pack. You know, if you're picking a school that is significantly higher in their SATs, ACTs going in, you may be underwater, you know, the minute that you get there. So, you know, aim for a school where you are not going to just, just kill yourself trying to succeed. But anyway, one can be a reach school. One can be a college that's a safety school, and that means you are guaranteed entrance. You know, say a small Christian college that are really looking for students like you and uh, that that you would love to go to, um, but you know you're not going to have to stress yourself to get into. And then one school that would be, you know, it'd be pretty cool and you just, you know, you're fine with that. And then one school that would be cost effective. Because I tell you what, in this day of student debt, some students are paying off their college loans well into middle age. And uh, that's, that's not morally right, in my opinion, that the interest rates would be so high that students are forever paying off their college loans. But that's, that's an unfortunate truth for a lot of young people. All right. So then number eight is to decide when to apply. So sometimes with colleges, the early applications are the ones that get prime dorm choices and better financial aid opportunities when that starts getting doled out. So the early applications, if you are really, really sure of which schools you want to go to and you will be living on campus, that's a thing to be thinking about. Every college has its own thing. So there are exceptions to all these rules, but this is kind of a rule of thumb. So you're, it's easier to get turned down or put on a wait list with early applications. So if it's a reach school, you might want to bump that back to regular admissions. If it is a school that you're pretty sure you're going to get into and you're not going to be highly dependent on financial aid, go ahead and do the early applications. All right. And then remember, tip number nine is you are selling yourself when you fill out a college application and writing your essays. And I worked over the years to help these kids understand that when you tell the good things about yourself, you're not bragging. You know, we raise our kids to be humble. And so it is sometimes very hard then for them to tell about accomplishments and, you know, good parts of their character because they're afraid that they will be prideful and that will be bragging. So, no, really is what they're doing is telling the truth about themselves in a humble way. Okay, so don't cut yourself down. It's the person that made you successful is God. So if you just acknowledge in your own heart that God helps you to be successful, then you can write about the successes and the truths about you, and that is not bragging. So please, please, please help teens understand that. All right. Number one was essays early. Two is recommendation letters early. Number three is find out what the colleges are looking for. Number four is make sure the transcript has grades on. Number five is PDF that transcript. Number six is take your time filling out the application. Number seven is think about the schools you're applying to. Number eight is decide when to apply. Number nine is sell yourself. And number 10, the most important of all, and as our friend Kim always says, pray first, last, and always. 
is a teen's mind may plan his way, but the Lord will direct his paths. And to be able to trust God to get your teen to the right place without anybody getting hysterical is a really good growth process for the teens and also for the parents who are going through this. Um, especially if this is your first kid going off to college, it's a really stressful process, but you can do this because you can do whatever God has given you to do. Okay, so you've got plenty here to work with. And you know that if you have questions about what to do, you can always send a question to info at sevensistershomeschool.com. And even more fun is to go to Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group and join and throw questions up there. And we get some lively and good advice from our fellow Seventh Sisters, because, you know, there's six of us seven Sisters. So who's the Seventh Sister? You are. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, listen, could you do me a favor? Go to Apple Podcasts or any of the devices that you're on and leave a review, because that helps other homeschoolers to find us. And we all want to be in this homeschooling process together because homeschool high school years are the best years yet. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We'll see you next week.